How was your Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving for those of you who celebrate that? Well, I think this is going to be coming out on December 4th, so it's a Close enough. Anyways, today we are going to be finally taking some suggestions from my, my mom. I feel bad because she's got us in a group chat and she has been sending us stories to cover. There's so much stuff in there and you do not respond to any months, of it. And I'm like... Because she always sends it when I'm at work. <laughs> and yeah, she's got just a million suggestions for us and I feel so bad because she always sends them when I'm at work and I look at them and then I go back to work because for me... And then you forget about... I do well, the same thing. Because I figure that when I sit down to record the podcast, then I will go back and I'll look at them and I'll pull the stories because I know she sends the stories. But as mm-hmm. soon as I sit down in the podcast room, I've completely forgotten that she even sent us anything. And today I was like, I don't have anything to talk about. What do we talk about? And Jake goes, she literally sent us a message yesterday. Why don't you use one that your mom sent us? I'm like, fuck, man. I feel like a dick now because then I scrolled back through. I'm like, oh, months. my gosh. I don't even remember her sending half of these because then for me to I would have to read it and the link is on my phone. So I have to click on it on my phone and then it opens up another window. And then if I like the story, which they're hard to read on mobile sometimes, then I have to copy the link and I have to log into the right email and go to the Google Drive and then go to the document that we put the links on. And it's like too much shit to do on my phone. You could just pull it up on your phone and then Google it on the computer and come up with the exact same article. Right. But if I'm if I'm not at work, if I'm in, like, I don't know. If I'm, you don't have to do it at work. You just do it here. Yeah, but then I have to remember to pull it up. I'm just not. I'm sorry. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I'm sorry. I think you read an article last week that said he was the the sexy beetle or something. I thought it was so funny. Or the cute. Oh, the I cute vaguely. Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. had to say that. I thought it was funny. So, anyways, we're talking about him. Jake, introduce us. Uh, yes, you're listening to Death by Music podcast. Of course, I am Jake, and I'm here with Alex, and uh, we're doing a mini sode. Yeah. So, oh, guess what? This one's about drugs. <laughs> this is from MyRadioLink.com. <laughs> it was 43 years ago that Paul McCartney was arrested in Tokyo. That was January 16th of 1980. Tokyo, Japan, for bringing 7.7 ounces of marijuana into the country. That seems like a lot. I don't know because I've never seen seven points. I don't even know how much. Uh, I don't know what an ounce of weed looks like. Weed does not weigh a whole lot. Think of it in terms of steak. I eat four to five ounces of steak That's, probably per day. Seven I, ounces is a fuck ton. And steak is heavy. I would imagine it's, it's a lot denser. Yeah, yeah. So I think to have that much weight in weed, so you the physical have a volume <laughs> of the weed yeah. is going to be much larger than a 7.7 ounce. Uh, steak. He had a shitload of weed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fans were stunned at McCartney's action, seeing as how he had lobbied so hard to be granted a work visa to perform in Japan after Winks was turned away in 1975 due to his previous drug busts. Damn. Hmm. McCartney made no effort to conceal the large plastic bag of pot. Instead, he simply placed it among his clothes in his suitcase. That's fucking ballsy. Especially for Japan, because they don't, they do not put up with that shit. I wouldn't fuck around in Asia. No. I wouldn't fuck around, honestly, anywhere besides Europe. Okay. <laughs> like, if I was going to South America, I would not fuck around. If I was going to Asia, I would not fuck around. I'm pretty sure they arrest people for shit like that. Well, they, <laughs> That's yeah, what they the did do here. About. Right. <laughs> yeah, but some places they'll just throw it away, you know? They're just like, what the hell? And they'll throw it away. Probably not if you have that much. I don't know. Okay. Wings 11 <laughs> concerts, which were 
to be the second leg of a proposed world tour were quickly canceled. McCartney, who was facing a seven-year prison sentence, one year for each ounce, was known in the detention center as prisoner number 22 and spent his time in his 8 by 4 cell exercising and reading science fiction books brought to him by wife Linda McCartney. Rather than accept special treatment, McCartney opted to bathe with the fellow prisoners during his nine-day stay behind bars. Is this? This is. Uh, I'm assuming this is before his trial. Yeah, yeah. Only nine days. They, they, they arrested you. him, put him in jail, and they're waiting. I mean, of course trial. he didn't opt for special treatment. This is prime songwriting material. Like he knows he's going to be fine. He's just going to use it for inspiration. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. All right. George Harrison was the only former Beatle to formally reach out to the McCartneys. During the ordeal, sending an international telegram to the Hotel Okura for Paul and Linda, stating, Thinking of you all with love. Keep your spirits high. <laughs> That's funny. Nice to have you back home again soon. God bless. Love, George and Olivia. God, telegram. <laughs> According to several legends, John Lennon and Yoko Ono played a crucial role in McCartney's in the McCartney bust and release. What? According to one scenario, while heading west through New York City, McCartney called Lennon to share some of this dynamite weed he'd scored. Lennon blew McCartney off, but infuriated that the McCartneys would be staying in the presidential suite at the Hotel Okura, where the Lennons stayed each summer, thus ruining their hotel karma, he complained <laughs> to Yoko. What a, what a bitch. What does that even mean? <laughs> According to several London er, Lennon insiders, Yoko used her influence to tip off the customs department to the contents of McCartney's suitcase. Maybe. They said he didn't even try to hide his shit. Well, uh, also back then they didn't have the scanners that they do now. So That is a good point. And they weren't going through your luggage. They're, you just go check in. The dogs... The dogs didn't know what weed smelled like back then. Even I, I doubt they, they even didn't had dogs. They didn't. Yeah, they're the, the airport security in the eighties, seventies. I mean, it was pretty lax. I didn't. There think There wasn't about a that. whole lot going on. They're, yeah, they don't have those those scanners that can see through your bags. They're not even X rays or some other kind of a, a scanning system. I was never on an airplane before nine eleven. Yeah. So I don't even know. I can't even imagine what the fuck you're talking about. No, you just say watch. The, you know what? Go watch the movie Airplane. Okay. You just walk right in. That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> There's that really is, no... Wow. There probably was minimal security checkpoints. You just... You go check in. You show them your ID and your ticket, and uh, you go to your gate. And they're not going to open everybody's bag. That would be stupid. Yeah, they're not searching everything. Damn. They They might have a security that, dog there that could smell stuff, but That honestly maybe. pisses me off that all these people, all these musicians have gotten arrested for shit, like, before... Pre 9-11, um, wasn't it Johnny Cash got arrested because he had a bunch of drugs in his guitar? He like threw a thing of pills in his guitar, like into uh, well, the acoustic guitar in the case, I believe. That seems like it might make a little bit of noise. Yeah, if you're rattling the thing around. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I saw it in his movie. I don't remember. I don't know if that's true or not. But anyways, Yoko is a bitch being a bitch again. <laughs> Others believe that it was Yoko who pulled strings in getting McCartney off the hook and deported. Oh, well, if that's the case, I take back what I just said. Rather than jailed for the full seven-year term he faced for trafficking. So we don't know if they helped or hurt. McCartney was released from jail and immediately deported on January 25th of 1980. 
Legendary rock photographer Bob Green was with John Lennon and Paul McCartney in December 1975 when during a break in their Wings Over the World tour, the McCartneys visited the Lennons at the Dakota. Green recalled McCartney being upset over the cancellation of his recently scheduled Japanese dates after being denied a work visa due to previous pot charges. Quote, Paul was saying how much he was really looking to going back and that's why I was really surprised when he did get permission to go back. That he went back with, with a bag of pot <laughs> right on top of the suitcase of good Hawaiian pot. You just can't. He was on his way from Hawaii. I can understand why he had it. I remember asking John one time, actually, how could he do that? And John just said, well, as a Beatle, he just never expected that anyone would ever open his bag. It just happened. He also could have just mailed it back home, I think. Hmm. McCartney re-examined the entire Tokyo bust a decade later while compiling the 2001 solo documentary Wingspan. Looking back on it from this perspective, I can't believe I did it. It's wacky, you know? And this comes over in the film because we have... Because we devote a segment to that, I think. And when you see the guy in customs opening my suitcase and pulling out... Not a small amount. (laughs) The guy is pulling out... It's a huge amount of it. I do not know what was going through my head, to tell you the truth. And it makes me go cold just to watch that segment. Oh, so they got it on film. Well, yeah. I think that his arrival in any place was highly documented huh. people were like oh shit the Beatles at the airport interesting you know? we asked him if he thinks subconsciously he might have actually wanted to get busted I think that it might psychologically it might have been that there might have been something to do with that because I think I was ready to get out of wings I think also more importantly we hadn't really rehearsed much for that tour and I felt very under rehearsed oh come on he could play anywhere I cannot believe that I would have myself busted and put in jail nine days just to get out of a group. I mean, let's face it. There are easier ways to do it than that. And also having to pay a million British pounds to the promoters in default. Oh. Yikes. I think the only thing, it might have just been some deep psychological thing. It's a weird period for me. Author Chris Sanford, who wrote the 2004 biography McCartney, says that the Japan bust essentially ended Wing's live career. He did some thinking in that jail cell, and I know Linda had a tepid reaction at best to going out on the road, and I suspect that she probably sat down with him when they got home after that ordeal and said, what the hell are we doing here? We don't need the money. The kids don't need to do this. Let's go back to the farm. McCartney's 1980 Japanese pop bust wasn't his last run-in with the law. In 1984, McCartney was busted for possession inside his Barbados resort villa after buying pot on the beach. Ballsy. (laughs) Ballsy. It was McCartney's fourth pot-related arrest, having been arrested twice for possession in 1972, once after being mailed pot while on tour in Sweden, never mind, (laughs) and again later that year for growing the illegal weed on his Scottish farm. Man, these people will not lay the fuck off of him. Right. At the time, McCartney told authorities that he had been given seeds by fans and was unaware that they would come up illegal. Honestly, bro, that's a good... (laughs) It's just a fucking plant. And why are you getting arrested for being mailed something? I guess. If you're in possession, maybe he had already gotten it and opened it, and then you're in possession of it. Yeah. Um, McCartney has only had one pot run in in America in 1975. While driving in Los Angeles, the McCartneys were busted for possession of pot after blowing through a red light with the car, allegedly almost completely smoke filled. Damn, they were hot oh, boxing. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> 
Linda, who was a U.S. citizen, told police that the pot was hers and was arrested and later fined. That's a good wife. Wow. After the 1980 bust in Japan, McCartney canceled all the group's scheduled dates and in May released McCartney 2, his first solo album in a decade. Wings recorded sporadically in 1980, putting finishing touches on a still unreleased album of outtakes titled Cold Cuts, as well as holding two sets of rehearsals in July and October for an album which was to be produced by the Beatles producer George Martin. To the group's dismay, when McCartney and Martin began the sessions that fall for the Tug of War album, McCartney was recording as a solo act. Wings were officially disbanded following co-founder Denny Lane's departure in April of 1981. McCartney returned to Japan on his own in 1990, 1993, 2002, 2013, 2015, 2017, and 2018. All right. Well, it's interesting that they, they even let him go back. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's a thing. If you've got uh, criminal charges. charges against you, most countries are like, nah, you can stay home. You're not welcome here. But at least he has something to offer. You know, if it was you or me, they would probably be like, go fuck yourself. But it's Paul McCartney. And... In ni- by 1990, I think it, I'm pretty sure he's like totally clean. Like he doesn't do anything now. He's I'm pretty sure. Oh, he's I'm sure he's also uh, eight, like 85. <laughs> I think he's also vegan or yeah. vegetarian. Yeah, one he's of those vegan, two. I believe. Yeah, so he's a. Uh, so I don't think he's doing anything. Um, and they probably know that. And also, he's bringing all this money. He, yeah, he's bringing money with him. So he gets a he's, pass. Uh, economy stimulant oh hey look this is good news it's illegal to sell or possess cannabis in japan but it's legal to get high on it all right so basically so you can you better you better use up your supply before you get caught if you get caught and you're already high they can't do anything about it you just can't touch it with your hands because that means you possess it so if you see a joint on the ground like on the sidewalk to it and you smoke it hands free then it's fine because it's cool to be high but you just can't possess it (laughs) or if somebody like air drops it directly into your mouth can you get high that way i think it requires some kind of heat well like an edible not okay all right that makes sense don't just eat weed no yeah i don't it's gonna probably taste bad and i don't think anything's gonna happen because the, that's the whole point of smoking it is you ha- that the, the, the heat actually causes the chemical reaction to, to release whatever. There's some kind of science going on. Yeah. All I know is Physics. I like it. <laughs> okay, bye guys. Later. Death by Music podcast is written and produced by Alex Motler, Cassie Gardner, and Jake.